What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes, my name is Alan Davis, and I am thrilled to death that you are with us today. We are live today, Monday, October the 2nd, 2023, in New York City, in the borough of the Bronx. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ, which is, of course, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As this gospel can save an individual from the second death. Talking about the insecurities of life, the Bible, the word of the living God, says this in James chapter 4, verse 14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. The writer of Hebrews wrote this in chapter 9, verse 27, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Talking about this judgment, notice the words of Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 12, starting in verse 36. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. And notice what Paul wrote in Romans chapter 14, starting in verse 11. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every one of us, every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Even though individuals are going to die one day, death is a horrible thing, there is hope. As Paul wrote in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but, but, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord today. If you would like someone to pray for you and or with you, give us a call at 646-314-3625. 
That number again is 646-314-3625. And we certainly are going to be taking up an offering on our website. We certainly need more supporters. We certainly need to do better in October than we did in September if we're going to be able to stay on the air here on WMCA in the long run. We cannot stay on the air and preach the word of the living God without your generous help. So think about helping us as you go to bronxbbc.org. Or you can also go to itsprophecytime.org. Scroll down. Give us a donation there on our PayPal I forgot my book here. If you would like us to send you an appreciation of any gift of $20 or more, the Bible Promise Book, give us a call right now at 646-314-3625 or go to one of our websites, bronxbbc.org or itsprophecytime.org. Scroll down, hit the PayPal, and give us a donation there. The It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled, Who is Worthy to Escape All These Things That Shall Come to Pass and Stand Before the Son of Man? Everyone, everybody needs to understand Bible prophecy, future events that have been written prior to their occurrence. And the number one Bible prophecy that there is is found in Daniel chapter 9, the 70 weeks or the 77s of Daniel. And we need to understand the three sections of the 77s, the 7-7 section of 2,520 days or 17,640 days. Then the 62 seven periods of 2,520 days or 156,240 days. And adding both of those up, that gives us a total of 173,880 days from, according to Sir Robert Anderson's calculations in the Coming Prince, published in 1957, from March the 14th, 445 B.C. to the first Palm Sunday on April the 6th, 32 A.D. And we have one seven period still on the prophetic calendar, on the prophetic clock of 2,520 days. And so we've got in Daniel 9.27, the midst or the middle of the seven. So we have on one side, 1,260 days on, and on the other side, 1,260 days. Giving us a total of 2,520 days divided into two equal halves of 1,260 days each. So we've got three key points. And if we're going to be able to understand future events, we're going to have to understand what begins the tribulation period 
for this 2,520-day period. And those individuals, that those, indiv- the, those events surrounding the first of the tribulation period, we certainly need to understand the midpoint. And of course, if we understand anything, we need to understand Revelation chapter 12. We certainly need to get to that pretty soon. And then we need to understand the end of the tribulation period and all of these events surrounding that. But if we can accept, starting in Luke chapter 21, verse 20, that this is talking about the first of the tribulation period and the Russian invasion, these armies. And I'm going to be picking up here in Luke chapter 21, starting in verse 20 here at this moment. And when ye shall see Jerusalem compass with armies, then know that the desolation thereof, talking about the desolation of Jerusalem, is not, it's near. When you see the beginning of the tribulation period, the desolation of Jerusalem at the midpoint of the tribulation period, that is Revelation chapter 11. That's Revelation chapter 12. Then know that the desolation thereof is not, it is near. Then, at the desolation of Jerusalem, at the midpoint of the tribulation period, let them which be in Judea, the area round about Jerusalem, flee into the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter therein too. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe! to them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days, for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem, Jerusalem, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring men's hearts, failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming upon the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then, talking about the end of this period. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when ye see these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. So here we see the first of the tribulation period, if indeed you might be able to accept that as Jerusalem is going to be compassed about with armies. At the midpoint of the tribulation period, God is pouring out his wrath. This is talking about the desolation of Jerusalem. And notice a parallel passage here in Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. We certainly need to understand this willful king of the latter part of Daniel chapter 11. And at the time And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble 
such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be uh, found written in the book. And if you skip down a few verses to Daniel 12, 7, notice what the prophet wrote. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river. When he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for this time of trouble. Here it is. Daniel 12, 7. It shall be for a time, times and a half, or three and a half times, or three and a half years, or 42 months, or 1,260 days. And notice this, this next statement. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people. So the holy people is talking about the Jews here. The 77s are for Daniel's people, the Jews in his holy city, Jerusalem. That's talking about Revelation chapter 12, the scattering of the holy people during a time when they keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ in Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. All these things shall be accomplished. And notice in Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 25, notice this prayer. Pour out thy fury upon the heathen that have not known thee and upon the families that call not upon thy name, for they have eaten up Jacob and devoured him and consumed him and made his habitation desolate. The kingdoms of the heathen are going to be as though they had not been. And notice this, Psalm chapter 79. We're going to pick up here in verse 1. O God, the heathen are come into thine inheritance. Thy holy temple, talking about the Antichrist entering into the temple, claiming to be God, have they defiled. They have laid Jerusalem on heaps. The dead bodies, talking about these two witnesses here in Revelation 11, the dead bodies of thy servants have they given to be meat unto the fowls of the heaven, the flesh of thy saints unto the beast of the earth, their blood have they shed like water round about Jerusalem. Where is abortion and euthanasia heading to? Their blood have they shed like water round about Jerusalem, and there was none to bury them. We are become a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and derision to them that are round about us. How long, Lord? That's what many individuals are saying today. How long, Lord, wilt thou be angry forever? Shall thy jealousy burn like fire? Pour out thy wrath upon the heathen that have not known thee and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon thy name. For they have devoured Jacob and laid waste his dwelling place. Oh, remember not against us former iniquities. Let thy tender mercy speedily prevent us, for we are brought very low. As I said there a moment ago, the overthrow of the city of Jerusalem is spoken about in Revelation chapter 11. These are These events precede and prepare the coming of Jesus Christ. 
Here in Revelation 11, verse 1, and we need to pray always that we might be worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. Revelation 11, verse 1, and there was given unto me a reed likened to a rod, and the angel stood saying, Arise, measure the temple of God. When God starts measuring and weighing things, it's judgment time. It's correction time. And the altar and them that worship therein, but the court which is without the temple leave out and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles and the holy city. Shall they tread underfoot forty in two months? And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred threescore days clothed in sackcloth. In Revelation chapter 12, the woman that brought forth this man-child flees in verse 6. Revelation 12, 6, into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. If we skip down to verse 17, as I mentioned there a moment ago, the dragon, the devil, the future expulsion of Satan out of heaven at the midpoint of the tribulation period. And by the way, the devil and all these demons, you know what they're doing? According to Revelation chapter 12, they are making these accusations against the brethren, constant and continual accusations against, against the brethren day and night. So these demons of hell are very active, making all these accusations at the saints. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, Revelation 12, 17, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. We only have about six more minutes or so, but, and I've got a lot of material here that we're not going to be able to cover here today, but let's, let's look at Matthew chapter 24, starting with verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. This is talking about the abominable idol of the Antichrist that stands in the holy place. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand, is standing there in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is upon the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him that is in the field turn back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. And pray ye that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then, notice this, Matthew 24, 21, for then, shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, no, ever shall be an unprecedented time of trouble. And except those, notice this, verse 22, and except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved. In other words, there would be nobody left alive unless God had cut these days down to 1,260 days. There would be no flesh saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then, then, when you see the abomination of desolation 
spoken of by Daniel the prophet, the desolation of Jerusalem. Then, if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. It's talking about the Antichrist who goes into the temple with his abominable idol, places it in the temple, defiles the temple, claims to be God. There shall be then, at that point, the midpoint of the tribulation period, there's always going to be false Christ and false prophets. But here it's talking about then. There shall be false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs. These demonic miracles and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers. Believe it not. <clears throat> Believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even into the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there shall the eagles be gathered together. And here's my favorite passage in the Bible about the second coming of Jesus Christ, Matthew 24, starting in verse 29. Immediately, immediately, Babylon is destroyed in the last vile judgment. Jesus Christ comes back immediately after that destruction. Jesus Christ comes, Babylon is destroyed in the, uh, immediately prior to that coming. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, the moon shall not give her light, the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken, and then shall appear the Son of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Well, in the book of Revelation are 28 judgments, but the point is this today. If we go back to Luke chapter 21, I'm going to pick up here Thank at verse 35. Only got a couple of minutes Alan left. Davis. Generous listeners or like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, Care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, Care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.